With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But first we start with Austria. And a day after the country announced a full new lockdown and plans for compulsory vaccination, tens of thousands of people came out on the streets of the capital, Vienna, in protest. Peace, freedom without dictatorship is what these protesters are chanting. Police arrested a few people after bottles and fireworks were thrown at officers. The Austrian Chancellor Alexander Schallenberg has been defending his government's measures to the BBC's Paul Henley. I had hoped that by now the rate and quota of vaccinations would reach a level where we would be able to leave the situation behind us. But we are still stuck in this vicious circle of uh, new waves uh, of the virus and lockdown discussions. And the situation is very serious here. So we decided that we have to, for the next 20 days, even ask this, the part of the population which has already done the reasonable thing, which has got vaccinated, to limit the freedoms. And that's a painful decision. That is not something you do easily because we should push the quota of of vaccination forward. But for the time being, we need to limit the mobility of people in order to get the numbers under control again. But is the main aim of this new lockdown to persuade more people to get vaccinated? No, this is a short-term measure to get the infection rate under control again because we have a situation where the ICUs, the intensive care units, are under a lot of pressure. And yes, we do have a very well-functioning health system, but still there is a lot of pressure in the ICUs and this we have to get under control. My long-term perspective is the obligation to get vaccinated, something we want to introduce by law uh, by the 1st of February. And here again, we will be the first Western European country to proceed that way and to ask of everybody who have not done yet, by law, to get the vaccination. This is the only exit ticket we have, and we had it in our hand over the last 10 months. But unluckily, not enough people in our society have actually done the reasonable thing. We've heard from the head of the WHO's Europe region saying vaccine passports, yes, to persuade people to lock down. Compulsory vaccinations, no. The WHO is not behind that. Well, we have a number of countries have already uh, compulsory vaccinations on a number of different vaccines, uh, not yet on COVID-19. Other countries have proceeded in this direction for certain branches and for health services and others. We have decided instead of differentiating between different groups of people to address the whole society. Yes, it's a difficult decision. I would have hoped that in a free society and pluralistic society, we don't need to impose the reasonable thing by law, but it seems for the time being necessary. But why don't you go first down the French route, the Italian route, restricting people's activities if they're not vaccinated? 
we have done so already in the past. We have actually installed 10 days ago uh, lockdown for the non-vaccinated part of, of the society and that have no access to restaurants, to cinemas, to theatres, to cultural activities. But the problem is it's a problem for the whole society because even those that are vaccinated, if they don't have access to an intensive care units because they're blocked by those who are not vaccinated and got sick, so then they're affected as well. So the majority suffers because a minority is not showing a sufficient degree of solidarity. And that's why we decided together with the biggest opposition party and the governors of our lender to proceed that way and to install this law by the 1st of February. It's a big step. It's not an easy step. I would have preferred to go another way, but for the time being, it doesn't seem possible. And you will be aware, Chancellor, surely, what a basic denial of personal freedom compulsory vaccination is. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. I mean, everything we're doing in this uh, pandemic is limiting basic freedoms. We prevent people from going to restaurants. We prevent people from leaving their homes. This is a not sustainable situation. And I would have hoped that with our campaigns, with the media helping us explaining for the last couple of months, this is not something that started yesterday. Since the beginning of this year, we have been telling people to get vaccinated. And if we still have 30 plus percent of the people who, for different reasons because they hear fake news, they have fears, they're doubtful. And we do have in Austria, luckily, a couple of political forces, among them the Freedom Party, that very openly oppose the vaccination. That poses a particular problem in this country. And so we, we had to go down this road. But I hope that we can lift it soon again. But we have to be aware the vaccination is the only exit ticket we have to break this vicious circle. That's the Austrian Chancellor Alexander Schallenberg context of white supremacy. Gusty Renegade in for another broadcast hopefully to share constructive information on the system of white supremacy. Today's date Sunday November 21 2021 so I have been told this is our monthly global Sunday talk on racism uh not our typical, you know, three hour broadcast. So don't lollygag if you think you have a question or comment, whatever. Uh, you want to participate in the program. The number is 720-716-7300. The code 564-943-POUND. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. We'll get to our international uh, participants first. Uh, again, I just I think it's so important. was talking about this yesterday with the significance of Minister Malcolm X and one of the many reasons that he was such uh, a threat to the system of white supremacy. He had a global uh, analysis of white supremacy racism. He understood that this was not just a problem for black people in Harlem or black people in Alabama or black people in South Africa. This is a problem all over the planet, known universe. And that problem is the system of white supremacy racism. Uh, but we heard at the beginning lockdown in Austria and they're talking about mandatory vaccinations uh, coming. I think they said February 2022. So about three months uh, basically, and you know, what does the World Health Organization think and protests and all the rest of it? 
uh, I saw, in fact, I saw the lead up to all this because at first, I think they included this in the segment. At first, it was mandatory lockdown for the unvaccinated and allegedly they have over 70% of the population in Austria is vaccinated. So that's what it was at first. But then they reported, I guess the COVID rates are so high that everybody has to lock down at least for the next few weeks or so. So I said, man, I'm so thankful. Uh, our global Sunday talk, we've had people from all over the world, including Austria. So I said, wow, we'll be able to get a direct uh, update on exactly, you know, what is happening and the protests and all of that. The Freedom Party, I guess they're peddling fake news in that part of the world. Uh, that is one thing I super, super am grateful for having uh, this platform where we can kind of hear what is happening with all this, the vaccines, the mandates, different ways that it's being handled in different parts of the world. Uh, so let's see. Uh, number one <laughs> country that was mentioned uh, in the segment. Uh, I believe with us, uh, African 1884, live in Austria. I don't know if he's been out in the streets uh, throwing bottles and Molotov cocktails and, you know, we're not going to take it. Uh, African 1884, are you with us, sir? Peace, Gus. Can, can I be heard? Yes, sir. Crystal clear. Yes. So... Uh, I just want to thank you for hosting this uh, session and I also want to thank the people that are listening in and everyone else that's also uh, going to participate in the exchange of views. Um, now, just to get to the point exactly with regard to Austria, uh, Austria is now on the map. You know, I was surprised, you know, I was I was on, um, um, was on, on, on Twitter and also on Clubhouse and people in, in the U.S. and in the U.K. were making rooms uh, discussing Austria and what Austria is planned to do. And just like what you said initially, uh, Austria plans to uh, to implement a lockdown just for the people that are not vaccinated. Um, and all of a sudden, they changed that um, on on Monday this 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 week. Uh, this past, uh, I think it was, it was on Friday, sorry. It was on Friday. They had a meeting, uh, a press conference uh, with the heads of state, and they uh, decided to uh, introduce uh, a lockdown for everyone, regardless if you're vaccinated or not. Um, that was met with some resistance. Uh, there, were, there were demonstrations this past weekend. Um, it, it was, it was uh, I think, about 100,000 people, if I'm not mistaken, um, even uh, at the UN, they, they provided uh, all the UN workers with with guidelines and told them what streets and uh, what transportation to use, what streets to avoid and everything uh, with regard to demonstrations. Uh, some of the demonstrations were peaceful, but then again, there was also people who kind of like, again, they were decided to, to um, you know, kind of like... Uh, 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 approached the police uh, in a forceful manner, so some heads got knocked in, uh, people got arrested, um, but uh, it, it didn't make a change. The government did not provide any statement after that to say, okay, you know what, we're going to we're going to stop with the lockdown and everything. Um, they're still insisting that um, that they'll, they'll go through with this lockdown until um, uh, December thirteenth, uh, and if. Uh, they don't have uh, the cases don't reduce because uh, they were having I think approximately um, uh, ten thousand cases of people are testing positive. 
uh, some of these people also uh, they already have the first first shot of, uh, of 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 the Pfizer vaccine or Johnson and Johnson, and some are still again getting the coronavirus and getting hospitalized. Um, so they intend to 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 lock down until, like I said, uh, December thirteenth, and then they will. Uh, I hear that they will continue with the lockdown after December thirteenth for those unvaccinated people. Um, uh, to to incentivize them to to get the vaccine. Uh, personally, my wife and I, uh, I think I've communicated can I've communicated this before here. Uh, we, we we got the coronavirus while we we're in Uganda uh, uh, sometime in June. We uh, tested negative and were able to leave Uganda, come back into Austria. We told the Austrian authorities that we had the coronavirus, um, but uh, it was recently told to me that even if you test positive. Uh, it does not mean that you you have the coronavirus because I tried to see what could happen because uh, on my work again they're also slowly telling us that we need to get tested and we need to report our status every every week um, and they're encouraging us to to get the the vaccine uh, they've not told us the consequences I have people who have been clearly told on the job that if they don't get get vaccinated then they will lose their work uh, they've been told that directly. Uh, whereas in my case, working at the UN, we've been told, yeah, please make an effort and try and do something about your uh, your status uh, in terms of not being vaccinated. Please report your vaccination, your, your your status in terms of the coronavirus and everything, you know. So, again, I, I just recently saw a doctor and I was talking to him uh, just before the lockdown and asking him, okay, so we were in Uganda, we, we, we tested positive, we still have a high count of antibodies uh, then he told me, listen, whatever happened in Africa, even if you tested positive, it's, it's not recognized here in Vienna, in, in Austria, in the EU. Um, so that means if I'm to get vaccinated, I'll have to get the uh, the first shot of the uh, Pfizer uh, uh, vaccination, and then I have to get another second shot and everything. So far, I think the government is content with two shots. If, if you have one shot, then you have a booster, the second one. Uh, but I'm being told they might introduce a third one, maybe, after every six months, you know, so it's it's all just uh, uh, again learning by doing, and people are not sure. And the doctor that I saw just told me uh, again, if you have a high antibody count, doesn't mean anything. Uh, you could have a high antibody count, that means that you you got the coronavirus. Maybe you you are around people who had the coronavirus, that's why you built antibodies. It doesn't mean that you got the virus. Even if you test positive, it doesn't mean anything. Even if you have the vaccination certificate uh, from Africa. And from Eastern Europe, it does not mean anything within the EU. You have to still get vaccinated within the EU and get all the shots and all the boosters. So uh, it's it's everything is just all over the place, you know. Um, again, right now, just as you've communicated, we we we, we, we the, the lockdown is starting tomorrow. Um, uh, schools, uh, kindergarten still open. Um, supermarkets, pharmacies will still be opened. Otherwise, everything else will be uh, shut down and everything. Um, and just to conclude, uh, Austria is planning, uh, just made it official that they plan to introduce uh, monetary vaccination in February 2022. Um, so let's see how that goes. And, and and with regard to me being out on the streets, uh, I, I was not on the streets. I believe this is a white people's fight and everything. Uh, again, as a victim of racing March, I'm just trying to see uh, and, and inform myself as much as I can. There's a lot of information out there. Some of it is worth taking in. Um, 
some of it is just confusing. Like I said, um, just being told that even if you're positive, they mean that you have the coronavirus. Even if you you have high antibody count, they mean you 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 got the coronavirus. So it's, everything is just it's just very confusing. So yeah, I'm just uh, yeah waiting to see uh, how this this lockdown uh, progresses and everything and uh, what happens. Yeah, um, but yeah. It, uh, starting for February 2022, it's going to be mandatory vaccination. And if you don't uh, get vaccinated, then you risk losing your job and getting a penalty from the state. Thank you. Are you my mic? Wow. I would think losing one's job is penalty enough. It's like a double whammy. You get terminated and I guess some other form of punitive action. Uh, much obliged to our other folks who are joining us. We certainly want to hear from you all as well, because we have other folks in different parts of Europe where they also have been protesting and cutting a fool uh, around the vaccines and COVID-19. Um, so I guess two things. Um, he said a uh, uh, hundred thousand people were out protesting and shouting and throwing rocks, I guess, and challenging enforcement officials and uh, all the rest of it. Um, and then he said, I'm, I'm not surprised, but it was basically, Hey, your Nigra papers don't mean anything here. I don't care what kind of, you know, scratch papers you got from the continent and said that you had this or that, that doesn't mean anything here. You have to get official white people documentation documentation that we will observe, not whatever, you know, scratch Nigra paper you have. Um, with regards to the lockdown that's supposed to start tomorrow, last 20 days up until I think about December 13th, I think he said, I think he said schools will be open, supermarkets, that sort of thing, but everything else closed. So that's like coffee shops, bars, all that sort of thing. Uh, there was extraordinary defiance in some parts of the U.S. Uh, where people opened up these establishments anyway. Uh, barbershops and all the rest of it. You're not going to tell me to close and blah, blah, blah. Lawsuits, massive white defiance, protests and what have you. How serious is this lockdown going to be? Like we've seen, we talk to people in like China and what have you, where they said it's really serious. You can be in quarantine jail if you, you know, are out messing around and not doing things. And then I've seen other times where they said it's lockdown and, you know, nobody cares. People are still out doing everything they did anyway. So like, how serious is this going to be? And if you, you know, tomorrow comes and you're out, you know, horsing around, not doing, not going to school, not going to work, just out messing around, not observing the lockdown, what's going to happen? Um, for I mean, I think it's going to be like it was in uh, in 2020, where they would let that you're allowed to move and maybe take a walk and exercise. Um, the, the rather that you just, if the rather that everyone works from home, the rather you just move to get your shopping, maybe pick up your kids from school, maybe drop someone at the hospital. Uh, if they, if they're to by any chance stop you and see that you're not doing any of that, because they'll ask you and they hope that you'll be honest and you can maybe provide some proof and they'll, 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 they'll issue a penalty and everything. Usually some monetary penalty. Last time, I think in 2020, they were, they were uh, finding people about 3,000 euros and everything, or 5,000, 3 to 5,000 euros or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you're allowed to go and exercise, um, walk around your neighborhood, you know, 
you know, they, they, they hope and, and trust that you don't go very far just, you know, to, to a party or something. I, I guess there's, there's no place that's open, but they were, they were doing some house parties and they were getting uh, uh, heavy fines uh, um, uh, issued on with regard to what they're doing, you know. So um, that that's the extent of how they do the lockdowns in Austria. You know, you, you can move about, but if they, if they see that you, you're out and about and you, you can't provide proof for what you were doing, then they'll just... Uh, issue a fine and that's it yeah are you on mic wow okay 3,000 euros is about 3,300 almost 3,400 dollars US so that's a substantial fine uh, last question then we'll get some of the other folks in to kind of see what other parts of the world uh, are looking like you've been you know chatting it up with us uh, for a while now over a year years at this point I believe and when all this started, uh, I believe you had said that, hey, people in Austria, white people are generally very compliant uh, with the rules and what have you. They asked us not to, you know, socially to social distance, uh, get the vaccine. I think the reports I've seen about 70 percent of people in Austria are fully vaccinated, have had both doses. Uh, so how I don't know, like, is this has been a surprise to see like a hundred thousand people out in the streets protesting all of this and fussing saying that they're, you know, they're against these mandatory uh, vaccines or has this been kind of, oh, okay, I can see this kind of building up. Uh, uh, this, this time around, uh, like uh, uh, this time around, the, the, the demonstrations were very well attended. And the reason being, I think is because it was announced on Friday, uh, the um, compulsory vaccination starting next year, you know, so that was one of the reasons that people said, okay, you know what, hey, this is getting too far, you know. Um, previously in 2020, again, there was, a, again, more or less, I would say uh, 85% to 90% people were just in line and saying, okay, let's, let's, let's wear the masks, let's, let's um, again, use the hand sanitizers, you know, let's observe the guidelines. Uh, but slowly by slowly, as people are reading about on the information and just the examples that I gave you where you're, you're being told uh, some people f- uh, that had the Johnson Johnson vaccination, uh, they're being told they need to get a booster. Then they, they ask, OK, which booster should I get? They're being told, no, you need to get the Pfizer booster. You can't get the Johnson Johnson anymore because Johnson 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 is not valid anymore. You know, so such kind of things are making people go like, wait a minute. Someone is playing games on us, you know, um, and, and then. If you get a, a, a Pfizer, the first shot, they, are, they say you need a, a second booster. Then uh, soon, maybe they'll say you need a third and the fourth one. You know, so these are things that are making people, uh, you know, just go like, wait a minute now. This is going too far. And I believe some of the people maybe attend the, the, the demonstrations. I believe some of them have been vaccinated too. But then again, the whole idea of saying you're going to uh, make it compulsory for everyone to get vaccinated, that's one of the main reasons people are pushing back. And I think that's why you have also, again, um, in the whole of, for the most part, in other European countries, Belgium, Netherlands, where people are seeing that uh, that maybe their countries and their governments will take on the same lead as what Austria is doing. You know, and that's why, like I said, when I was uh, sharing my first submission, uh, I, was, I was reading on Twitter uh, and also going on to cl- into clubhouse, and I'm seeing people uh, creating rooms and discussions 
in the U.S. asking, would America do the same thing as Austria, introduce monetary uh, vaccination measures, you know. So, yeah, th- that's one of the reasons that really made people really guard, you know, because, like I said, it's all learning by doing for the doctors, for the average person. I don't know if the government officials know what exactly they're doing and everything, because um, even if, if you get vaccinated, you, you'll be told, uh, yeah, but maybe um, within three months we'll, 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 we'll discontinue the vaccine that we gave you, we will introduce a new one, you know, so that's what's really having people frustrated. I yield my mic. Thank you. Much obliged African 1884. Um, wow. Details. Details. I just, for the record, I could not imagine like in any way shape form if the u.s attempted to have some sort of compulsory uh vaccination program for people like just the amount they can't even get enforcement officers to comply much less the rest of the population like you start looking at states like mississippi especially like down in the south mississippi and alabama and what have you where they have like 50% or less of the population is vaccinated. Like they talk about white defiance. There would be armed white people in the streets. If they came out and said there was going to be some sort of compulsion. February of this year for black history month, there'll be mandatory uh, vaccinations for everyone or some sort of penalty. or will put you in Rona jail. Like I could not imagine that. Anywho, uh, much obliged, African eighteen eight eighty four. Sorry, sorry, oh, yes, sir. to add something mm-hmm. um, because you, you mentioned the U.S. I mean, I don't know how it is like in the U.S. If it could be uh, be made compulsory or mandatory to get the vaccination, um, I could imagine maybe it would easily be rolled out within the black community if people are very dependent on the state in in, in let's say getting. Uh, um, some form of uh, housing support and everything, and that could be an incentive where they tell you, okay, you're not going to get any housing support or food stamps if you don't get vaccinated, or you, you're not going to, we, we're going to cancel your social security number if you don't get vaccinated. Because in Austria, they have a very, very good social system. So um, if they're to uh, make it uh, a, an incentive by telling people, like, listen, if uh, you, you don't get vaccinated, then we're going to not support you when, when when you lose your job. You won't get any unemployment benefits. Um, you won't be able to 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 to, to uh, visit a public library. You know, you won't be able to 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 you know um, open a bank account. You know, so uh, in Austria, I see if they could do that, then they would easily get the numbers of the vaccinated people very up because a lot of people depend on the Austrian state so much. It's a, more or less a socialist capitalist space here, whatever that means in Austria. You know, so I don't know how it is in, in, in the U.S. Um, that's what I was asking. I think maybe in the black community it could easily be rolled out or will, will there be pushback? And how, how, the, how, how is that like are people divided in the U.S. with regard to this in terms of do black people also have uh, kind of like do, are they going out to demonstrate or it's more uh, integrated uh, uh, groups coming together, blacks and whites and, and demonstrating? Uh, maybe you could speak on to that. Thank you. See, that's why I use that's one of many reasons why I use my mute button. Now, that was hilarious. I have not 
uh, seen like uh, a comedian, Kevin Hart or Dave Chappelle or anybody for some time. But that was hilarious. Integrated U.S. protests against compulsory vaccinations like that is hilarious. Now, I have seen some so-called mixed protests about George Floyd, but the vaccines like that's almost been like exclusively white people. Um, going to school board meetings or town halls or wherever else and yelling, cursing out people, sometimes being flagrantly racist, uh, attacking non-white healthcare officials or elected officials about masks or whatever it is. Uh, it's been lots and lots of white people, uh, engaged in that behavior. And I have not seen, uh, very few, if any, uh, so-called integrated rallies. We do have other U.S. Uh, participants here so they can share if they have seen this or if they've seen even if you've seen black people out protesting masks or what have you. In terms of, uh, like you said, the slow rollout here in the U.S., maybe they make it compulsory for black people uh, for certain resources or you can't use the library or you can't open a bank account. Uh, I, even if they did that. I don't know if, just because I haven't seen black people out protesting any of these measures, masks or vaccines or anything. I know black people who are suspicious about the vaccine and not willing to take it, but they are not out like protesting in the street and setting bicycles on fire like and that wouldn't be allowed anyway. Uh, but if even if they announced like. You know, we're going to go to an area where black people live and make it, you know, you can't have any sort of government subsidized housing or like you said, uh, food stamps or whatever. You can't get any any assistance like that uh, unless you are vaccinated because there are more white people on those services, food stamps and all the rest than black people. They know there would be a substantial. Now, they could say that'll be white sacrifice and all the rest of it. There is so much resistance. I was telling some cows listeners like I think this is one where I just don't understand what it means to be white, like to be told, like to have 100,000 people in Austria out protesting and all that. I'm a black person. White people tell me what to do all the time, like vaccine would just be another on a list of, you know, all right, don't do here. Don't say this. Don't do that. Get the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Uh, to be a white person, these rules are not supposed to apply, like much less like what I am putting in my body as a white woman, as a white man, like anywhere in the known universe. You're not supposed to be able to tell me what to do with my body or put in like I just can't understand. So I think that I just especially in the U.S., you've seen it in Austria and other places, but the U.S., I could not imagine like them saying you can't use the public library unless you're vaccinated. Like they're struggling to even just get the people at, you know, in and out burger to enforce this, like much less like a public library. Oh, they would lose their The white people here in Seattle where I'm at would lose their my, it would be guns in the street, literally, if they tried to. And you can't open a bank account. And la- oh, my goodness. It would be guns in the street, literally. Even if they just tried like a pilot program of that, I think, with just black people, it would be guns in the street and it would be white people. I could be totally wrong. We'll hear from my U.S. folks as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, we should also have Andrew in the U.K., 
uh, where they have also been grousing uh, about the vaccine and passes and all the rest of it. Let's see. Uh, Andrew in the UK, are you with us, sir? Yes, Gus. Can you hear me okay? Crystal, very good to hear from you. Um, what What is the, the COVID-19 status in London, England? Uh, <clears throat> well, it's growing. Um, you know, the numbers in the UK are growing. Um, you know, I mean, but, but uh, I've got to say, because obviously, um, you know, um, you know, there's been widespread vaccination, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, the initial vaccinations or the boosters, um, you know, you know, the, the rates of even though, you know, there's, you know, you know, there's, you know, COVID is going around and around and around, literally the death rate isn't isn't what it was this time last year. So, you know, you know, that is, you know, you know so there's a marked difference pre and post jab. You know, that's just, you know, that's just a physical fact. Um, you know, what the government, you know, similar to what uh, African 84 was saying, um, where the government's going is demanding, you know, starting off with, you know, with national health, you know, with national health, NHS workers, um, that they become that they become fully vaccinated, um, you know, and I think there is a deadline for that. I'm not sure when it is, but I think it's in the next couple of months that they become fully vaccinated. I think the same with staff that work in the elderly care homes as well. You may remember last year, um, that's where most of the, of the deaths happened, you know, in elderly care homes. So they're demanding that everyone that works in these places becomes fully vaccinated. Um, as to whether or not, you know, there's going to be strikes and people are going to are going to say, I don't want to be vaccinated and that kind of thing. I mean, the truth is the majority of people have been vaccinated now. You know, that's the majority. But there are still some people that haven't for various reasons. You know, it might be that they think um you know, there's nanites in in the vaccine, or whatever it is. You know, some sort of control mechanism in the vaccine, or or some 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 something else, like some sort of drug that's going to kill you in 50 years time, or or some other thing. It, you know, it might be that, and that's fine. You know, you know that's that's all right. But the you know the specific the the data that the that you know that the that the government has shown people it might it might all be a lie, but the data is. These people were dying and now they're not. You still, people are still getting COVID, but they're just not dying in the same numbers. And all of that might be made up by the government, you know, but, but that's what we're seeing on television. I see. Okay. Are they having, uh, protests, uh, about restrictions uh, or potential restrictions in terms of being able to go to restaurants and what have you without showing proof of proof of uh, vaccination or are people being compliant? That's the way, that's where it's all going. I mean, what I've seen is I saw something about some sort of COVID passport thing. And um, no, no one so far has asked me to show some sort of COVID passport thing or nothing like that. But, Clearly, that's in the that's that sort of things in the pipeline. I've seen things on TV and on the Internet whereby Boris Johnson's government is 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 definitely thinking about the idea. The, the, the thing about trying to bring anything like that in 
is there would be a whole load of... It'd be interesting to see whether or not... Because at the end of the day, what governments want is to be voted back in, right? You know, you could bring something like that in, but if, if it means you're not going to get voted back in, kind of defeats the purpose for the average politician, so, um, so it'd be interesting if they, if, if they, one thing is proposing it, or in fact, you know, they've got to get to it, you know, they're, they're going to have to test the waters of their conservative voters to see whether or not uh, their people will actually go for some sort of passport to go to the restaurant, a passport to get on the underground, a passport to go to, I don't know, to go down to the local food shop to buy food. You know, they're really going to have to make sure that it's not going to lose them votes at the next election, because that's really, you know, that's really what's uh, what's at the heart of this. It's nothing really to do with whether or not it's needed, but it's everything to do, in my opinion, with being voted back in. Boris Johnson, in my opinion, couldn't give a monkey's. He doesn't care about people's health. Not really. What he cares about is, is having his power being voted back in. You know, in like, you know, probably like a lot of other politicians. So they're mooting, you know, they're kicking around the idea of passports and all the rest of it. But I mean, it's a different thing to bring it in. You know, um, one thing they possibly is, is possibly more in what's, what's the word? One thing that they um, uh, definitely are going to have to pay attention to are the restrictions in travel that other countries impose on uh british people when they go abroad you know that that that's really um something that the government has to has to has to has to entertain and whether or not they're going to do tit for tat so in other words if 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 other european countries and the african continent because the african continent doesn't really want europeans traveling to africa right so if if you know if other countries say your you lot can't come you lot are carrying this virus and you lot we're going to restrict your trap you lot coming to our countries right then will Boris Johnson's government do tit for tat in terms of uh, some sort of uh, some sort of passport needed uh, covid passport needed to come to the UK and and that's a dangerous that's a slippery slope as well you know this whole tit for tat business so so that's what you know you know Boris Johnson really doesn't want to stop business the wheels of business turning you know that you know typical tory sort of um conservative capitalist government you know it's money before people you know britain you know and that's it you know you know that's really what that's really what it's all about it's money before people but it's also whether or not they're going to be able to remain in power if they do bring anything in you know so those are the questions i believe boris johnson's thinking about you know you know there's not been enough movement in the whole passport thing it's not been there's been you know there's been little talk and stuff like that but nothing that i know about is is setting is directly set in stone you know in other than telling people you've got to get jabbed you have to get a jab you know that kind of thing you know fascinating okay that's uh so we have Andrew London African 1884 Austria uh, let's see I think we also have uh, Adam with us uh, in Sweden uh, let's see make sure I'm not being inaccurate uh, Adam are you no, with us I'm here oh, he is with us 
Bravo, bravo. Uh, let's get our, our COVID update for your part of the world. So have they, and again, for folks uh, who recall Sweden, kind of an outlier when all this began, uh, they did not have lots of restrictions and what have you in Sweden. They didn't have all the lockdown and, you know, you have to have a mask on to go everywhere. They didn't do any of that stuff uh, at the beginning. So they've been kind of looked at as a special spot. Uh, what's what's kind of the status of where COVID is in your area at this point? Uh, it's very uh, confusing because the media at first hand say that the pandemic is over, and uh, on the other hand, the pandemic is still here, and that the uh, vaccinated can quote unquote go back to normal, but they should get tested if they spot any symptoms. So there's a whole lot of uh, mixed messages. Mixed messages there. Um, the government is fearing another wave of COVID, so to stop it a COVID passport for big events with more than 100 people is starting on December 1st. Um, there have been, there have been uh, vaccine buses in specific areas where, the, where, where there's a significant amount of non-white people. And um, it, this, is, this is being described as a nice quote-unquote method. And the COVID passport is more tough this sounds more like a, you know, a gangster operation than care for people health. Vaccine buses. Wow. Do they have are the are the vaccine buses going to areas where white people are as well, or are they just concentrated in the places where black people are? Well, it's Sweden, you know, so it's always going to be white people, but. Uh, yeah, there's certain areas where there's white people with there's buses, but uh, the majority um, of the places where the buses are, um, there's non-white people there, a significant amount. Well, now, I guess uh, trying to be reasonable. So in the U.S., for many, many years, they have had uh, blood drives. They go out to get people to donate blood and they'll have buses set up to do this so they can drive to location and boop, 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 boop. So some people might say, hey, same type of procedure. What's the big deal? Um, I'm not aware of them having vaccine buses in the U.S. Uh, that's another one I'm suspicious about how that would be received. Like we have U.S. folks here so they can maybe they do have vaccine buses here and I just haven't seen them uh, in Washington state. But hmm, vaccine buses and then to roll them to the area where the black people I know they do have vaccine. I have heard them before. I do. Maybe they do have covid vaccine buses because i know in louisiana they did have some of the other vaccines for young children they had buses rolling them out and i had an eye roll then as well because it was the same thing they were focused on areas where black people live uh so that's one confusing that we've heard that word a few times uh from some of our international participants about all of this is creating confusing uh adam he said that at first where they were told that if you're vaccinated you can go back to normal, whatever that means. However, if you get any symptoms or what have you, you should get tested immediately. Now that's at minimum odd. Now, I mean, just in Austria alone, they are in total lockdown. Doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. 
sit down and you still got to have a mask on. It's not back to normal, even if you're vaccinated, even here in Washington state where I am, they have, you know, to go to a coffee shop and everything. You have to be vaccinated. Uh, and even if you are vaccinated, you still have to have your mask on and, you know, all the rest of it. So that is fascinating. But again, Sweden has been kind of an odd location regardless. But uh, yeah, that is amazing. Um, do they have any public restrictions right now? Like when you are out and about, like to have a mask on or show proof of vaccination or is it so-called back to normal? No. No. It's going to go back to normal. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. Uh, let's see if uh, folks in the state side, if you all have questions. Could, could, could I add something? A guess, if you don't mind. He's African, African years. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. No, we got to, just to add something. We got to the vaccine buses. Yes, we have those even here in Austria. Um, they're very well and very well operational around uh, the capital and everything. Yeah. So I don't, it's not just in Sweden. Also in Austria, they have the vaccine buses. Yeah. It's not to add that. Thanks. Wow. Okay. Okay. Good to, uh, good to know. Oh, I'm looking. They do have vaccine buses here in the u.s now i would have to dig to see where they're going but it looks like they have uh new york uh has some of these covid uh buses and all the rest i suspect they might have them in some other places as well uh oh hawaii looks like they have a covid bus in hawaii wow would still give a eyebrow raise Anywho, uh, I guess any folks, if you've seen the COVID bus, let us know. Uh, so the number again is 720-716-7300. The code 564-943-POUND. Press star 61 if you would like to participate. For folks who are in... The states, number one, if you've seen so-called integrated protests, uh, meaning protests where it's white people, black people, white people, non-white people in total, and they're protesting uh, the vaccines uh, or mandates, masks, whatever it is. If you've seen that, let me know, because what I've seen, it's been almost exclusively white people like every time, regardless of location. Uh, also. Uh, the suggestion, do you think in this part of the world, the states, do you think if racists, if they wanted to like slowly kind of do like a pilot program of, uh, hey, in order to maintain public housing, you have to be vaccinated or, you know, to something where they could just it would be black people. It'd be mostly black people that they're doing this to just kind of see the response and all of that. Do you think they could try that? Uh, in this part of the world and that would be acceptable or how do you think people respond that was something where I said man I don't even think they could do that white people would be furious I think they would be they would be pointing it out not that they care about the niggers but just up oh, they're going to try and get this on us too see they're just starting off with the niggers and then they're going to try that's the angle that I think they would be furious even that I think would spark tons of outrage from white people uh, I'll double check and see if folks have other questions, thoughts to share on that. Uh, I also wanted to ask, uh, now this is just comparison to see, cause I think it's also important to see white people. They are extraordinary. 
they can really amplify and draw a lot of attention to some reports or they can minimize make it so that nobody knows about it at all I thought it would be great to see especially since you all in three different areas uh, we'll see did you all hear uh, about Minister Malcolm X two of his alleged killers uh, being exonerated uh, and government officials a judge uh, acknowledging that these two black males uh, were wrongfully convicted and the FBI NYPD uh, and what and New York prosecuting attorneys uh, colluded, conspired, if you will, uh, to conceal information, evidence uh, that would have exonerated these black males uh, and willfully allowed two black males to sit in prison for decades for a crime they did not commit. Uh, did was this big news? Did you all hear about this? Uh, let's start with uh, Andrew in the UK. Did you hear about this? Good, sir. Yeah, I heard about it, but not from um, uh, the BBC, not not from mainstream news outlets. It was I, I saw nothing about it there at all. I think I probably read it on the internet. I couldn't believe it when I read it. Um, I, I was just trying to work out, you know, I was just trying to work out what that was all about. You know, is it true that they didn't do it, or, or is it true that? Uh, it was expedient for the government, for the U.S. government to put someone behind bars, you know, um, and, you know, I mean, really what, what I thought about was putting them behind bars throws people off the track of the government. You know, it, 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 you know, I mean, if you put some black men behind bars, then if they're not guilty, then who is, you know, and it, so the fingers must get pointed back at the government you know, must get pointed back at the government. If it's not these black men, right, and let's just say it's not them, then who did it? It must be the government, right? And so, so, so that, what, what does that mean then? Does that mean the investigation is back open again? Because that's the only bit that I didn't read anywhere. Is the invest investigation open again, right? Or, 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 is, or is no, or is, or is it all closed? You know, so, 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 so it must point the government, uh, the finger back at the government. And that's the bit that I, so really there has to be work, you know, done around that. I mean, if I was the family, then I, I would, I, I would want to investigate it directly. I'd want to see if they're going to let these two black guys out, someone's killed our dad and we want to investigate it. And you've got to talk about the government because it's the government that let these two black men go now. So, so, so what, what? Do you know what I mean? So, so that was my thought on it. Couldn't believe it. Uh, the family, the BBC, I'm just looking at their report, uh, as of last year was requesting that the murder investigation be reopened. So I didn't see anything in the most recent developments about the investigation, murder investigation being reopened. Now, the same thing I said yesterday. Now, you know, at this point we're talking almost 60 years so I mean there is no statute of limitations on murder but I mean just using logic uh, I suspect it could be that a lot of these folks might be dead so not that you know I mean hey if you can get identification and all that great but I mean it might be challenging uh, some 60 years nearly uh, after the events um, all of that said 
uh, I do, like, as you were saying, in terms of, of uh, if these folks didn't do it, and the evidence would seem to suggest that they did not. Uh, they had maintained their innocence for years. Uh, the one black male who was convicted who uh, admitted his participation in all this had also said that they had not participated uh, and uh, during the course of all the evidence being revealed uh, with this recent uh, investigation, uh, they had numerous informants, which had been said for years, like this was just kind of confirmation. They had numerous uh, undercover FBI or NYPD officials, and it might have been FBI agents as well, but certainly NYPD officials who were present. So they could have solved this case like immediately uh, to say who participated, who didn't. I think they knew pretty like from the very beginning, these two black males, Mr. Uh, Aziz and Mr. Islam, that they were innocent. Uh, that's all the evidence that just came out said reflected that they knew these folks didn't do this and just, eh, oh, well, we'll throw them in. And as you said, this diverts attention from, well, who did do this? And especially if you have all these NYPD officials who are right there in the room when this happens yep. and you can't even make an, an accurate arrest, like what the world, maybe you didn't want to make an accurate arrest. That's, you know, just trying to use logic to process. I'm supposed to check in with the other folks to see if they heard about this. So we got one Andrew who, uh, who did add the caveat that it wasn't like he was reading the BBC or local UK news outlets and heard about this. Uh, but he did hear some detail. Uh, about these events most recently uh let's see uh adam in sweden did you hear uh about these two black males being exonerated for uh, allegedly killing minister malcolm x i bumped into it randomly uh, i've seen just uh, two short articles about it so that, that's that's about it right on right on uh, and African 1884 uh, in Austria. Uh, did you hear about this exoneration of these two black males? Yes, because yes, I heard about it and uh, not in the local media, uh, uh, Twitter and uh, in clubhouse because again, they had discussions and rooms, people were discussing that. And uh, you know, trying to uh, share information and also uh, opinions uh, from what what people think about it. Because um, I'm sure you're aware of this. Um, m many of us, uh, black folks, believe that it was a nation of Islam and everything that took part in that. Uh, there have been reports that that's not exactly the case. White folks were involved directly. Um, so this 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 uh, I mean this this two black men being exonerated uh, for me came as a surprise because uh, I mean I, I watched a Netflix documentary and then now I just heard about them again and I was like okay you know um, uh, uh, I think they had a good legal uh, team or something um, yeah so I, I just had it from, from, from social media you know from the Austrian uh, uh, news outlets and everything The uh, Netflix filmmaker, uh, black male uh, Abdurrahman Muhammad, I think I'm saying his name correctly, uh, he's credited uh, with getting this uh, investigation uh, reopened and helping to get these two black males exonerated, even though uh, Mr. Uh, Islam has been uh, deceased since 
think 2009. But, you know, I said that yesterday. I thought that was kind of tacky. But I mean, I guess at minimum to his family, I'm sure it's significant. But I mean, that's pretty standard uh, racism, white supremacy. Um, yeah, I, uh, I thought that's important as well. African 1884, he said he saw that on like social media and just, you know, talking to other victims, which is great. I mean, that's, you know, information, but uh, I guess just for comparison's sake, now we'll, we'll see. So African 1884, did you see in like local news outlets in Austria, anything about Kyle Rittenhouse? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That was, that was reported here, you know, um, the trial itself when it started um, and also the verdict you know um, I think for most white folks it's a win um, on social media uh, some of the, the spaces that I was in uh, the predominantly black uh, people were furious and everything you know and, and I, I felt you know a pity for the people who who were expressing their view with regard saying that the system has failed us again you know um I believe white supremacy will continue failing us, you know, so uh, I don't know what people are expecting, you know, uh, but I, I personally saw this coming, you know, him being found innocent. But yes, Austrian uh, media reported that. Thank you. So we got one Austrian media said it was a win, apparently detailed. He said they were following the trial and everything. Like, are you serious? Like, why is it? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Andrew in London. Uh, did you see anything in the local news media about Kyle Rittenhouse? No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Not, not in the British uh, paper. And I'm not familiar with it. Not familiar with it at all. Sadly, you know, um, I, I honestly believe, right, that um, basically there's a whiteout you know, of, of many bits of news. We just, we just don't hear it here. There's just a whiteout and we've just got to go and search for it. Literally. We just got to scour outlets on, on the internet to get stuff, you know? Um, yeah, there was nothing here on it at all. Hmm. Okay. And so we've got one out of two. Let's see. Adam in, uh, Sweden. Uh, did you see anything local news outlets about Kyle Rittenhouse? No, not on my local news, but on national. National, okay, national. Um, so two out of three, two out of three. He said he had saw it on the national news uh, about Kyle Rittenhouse, and there was that was the reason I didn't even give any details about the case because I suspected that most of the folks were going to have heard about Kyle Rittenhouse in lots of details because I was just going. I I generally check news outlets in different parts of the world anyway just to kind of see what information is there and you know study white supremacy racism as a global system uh kyle rittenhouse was all over like everywhere where i went to check every news site kyle rittenhouse kyle rittenhouse kyle i mean every age uh al jazeera uh cbc that's canadian uh, uh french 24 like everywhere Kyle Rittenhouse now the same time that I'm looking and checking out their stories and at exactly as African 1884 said reported as a win like ah, white man got this uh, exoneration and gun rights wow 
isn't it something type of a, th- a win for white people. I just, a white man being acquitted for killing someone is not that rare. Like that happens pretty regularly, especially in the U.S. I mean, that's not, you know, you can't say that's not, that's not exactly an albino chipmunk metaphor. Malcolm X and these two black males being exonerated and it being a government conspiracy to keep them in prison. That, in my opinion, I thought was a way bigger story, way more important. Like people all over the world know who Minister Malcolm X is and read his book and all the rest of it. I thought, hey, that should be front page news like everywhere. And with great context, that didn't happen at all. Like all of the outlets that I just named France 24 and CBC and all the rest of them. Some of them did have information, uh, BBC. Some of them did have information about minister Malcolm X, uh, and this, uh, exoneration of these two black males, but it was not the banner story. I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse on uh, Friday, the day of the exoneration, like the BBC, like the whole, like front of the page, when you went to the site was Kyle Rittenhouse, white man not guilty duh we see that all day long uh but just i thought that was an important moment of uh learning as well in terms of where attention gets focused uh in the system of white supremacy uh let's see uh give out the number again and make sure i ask as well because it might be that i just missed out like i said i hadn't seen the uh vaccine buses in the u.s but they do exist covid19 vaccine buses to be specific uh if folks have any thoughts on the rollout of that plan if they could do that in the u.s uh, in terms of requiring vaccination for certain services if they think you think they could get away with doing that with just black people feel free to let us know or if you want to take advantage get a question in for some of our international participants the number is seven two zero seven one six seven three hundred the code five six four nine four three pound press star six one if you would like to participate uh, and again uh, so this is not our normal broadcast right we are not doing three hours <clears throat> excuse me got choked my goodness uh if you have a uh, question commentary you want to make sure you get in uh go ahead and get a hand up do not dawdle uh, as we have uh might be 20 minutes or so left in the program a little less so definitely do not wait until the last minute uh let's see uh our so, caller i just want to say something oh let's see african 1884 yes sir yeah just in regard to car Rittenhouse and and uh, again just uh, the reason I, I feel that maybe also why it was reported in Austria is because the name Rittenhouse is 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 German, is is Austrian German, you know. So I believe this dude has his roots uh, from this part of the world. Yeah, maybe that's why uh, the attention was uh, was drawn to that too. Yeah, so to add that. I didn't know that, but words are important language. Uh, I'm sure that was not lost. This is one of our long lost cousins or nephews, you know, however you need to look at it. Like this is one of ours. Of course we have an interest in this, uh, which is, you know, the system of racism, white supremacy. That is how this operates. Uh, we form like Voltron. They say, uh, let's see, uh, caller, 
4665. If you had a question for any of our folks, comment you want to get in 4665, you should be with us. Hello, can I be heard? Yes, ma'am. Hi, this is Golden from Ohio. Um, with respect to your question about integrated protests here, I've not seen any. There's a pretty uh, distinct uh, line between uh, white people making it all about uh, rights and, you know, violation of their rights and pretty much black people um, continue to wear masks regardless of their status, vaccinated or not. However, the one um, piece that doesn't make sense, uh, black people are also having a lot of gatherings, concerts, and um, we're having so-called happy hours. And like with Thanksgiving coming up, they're having all kind of old school parties and after parties. So that, to me, doesn't really make much sense, uh, you know. We kind of want to take it serious on the one hand, but then, you know, we're going out and participating in all these gatherings where there's not necessarily any um, uh, proof of vaccination necessary to them. So that answers that. Um, here locally, we do have a um, COVID bus. It is It does vaccines, but it's also to uh, dispense services with the uh, federal money that was um, dispensed to people, you know, along with getting the stimulus and, you know, early childhood payments and different uh, SNAP or, you know, supplemental food benefits. They um, also had where people could pay their bills. Well, that was um, the part where people weren't doing. A lot of people were just receiving money, unemployment, extra money for children, extra money for, like I said, on their um, their food supplement cards, but no one was actually paying rent or paying uh, utility bills with any of this extra money. So the federal government uh, dispensed to our county, so there's been a big surplus of that. So in addition to trying to get people to, um, you know, take the um, shot, they want people to actually pay bills. So there's like a real push to also um, apply for this money and begin to pay uh, people because we had a moratorium here um, where no one could be evicted. And even though it was somewhat lifted technically, um, they're not allowed to put certain people out because of that, the landlords have to keep them regardless of if they've been paid any rent or, you know, usually the utilities are, you know, in the property management's name or, you know, information. So along with kind of cajoling people to uh, get shots, they're asking for them to, you know, apply for these monies and begin to pay people. And those do go to a lot of uh Black churches, uh, black community centers. I think they've been to some predominantly black high schools. So it, you know, it really gives the impression that it's the black people that aren't vaccinated or not wanting to pay their bills with this extra money. And then one more thing. I 
went last year to Jamaica, and I'll be going back next uh, week. So their protocols have changed a little bit from last year. You needed a um, a uh, negative test 72 hours before, you know, boarding your plane, which is fine. Um, but the uh, the 18th, the Minister of Health just changed it to where you need to get it also coming back three days, returning from Jamaica. So um, I've got this timeline of when I've got to apply for documentation, and I need to, a few days later, get a test, travel, then while I'm there, test at my uh, facility. And so it's extra steps, but also these steps are regardless of whether you vaccinated or not, which I've, I'm not vaccinated. I don't have any problem testing. But um, I also think everyone who, regardless of their status, should be getting tested. So I'm in favor of that part that straight across the board, they don't care about if you have a card or fully vaccinated boosters. They want everyone negative tests coming and going. So that's uh, all I have with that. And uh, have a great day. I'll leave the line. Went much obliged for sharing Golden in Ohio. When is your uh, sojourn to Jamaica? I will be going December 1st through the 7th. So for a week there. Right on. Soak up some sunshine and splash around on the beach uh, bunches for me uh, and then let us know how your travel uh, plan was like uh, yeah just let us know like was it crowded 50,000 people on the plane was it all white people on the plane <laughs> like uh, yeah you can do a little maybe counter racist review of your uh, trip if it's not asking too much that'd be good to know especially this time of year because I know a lot of people uh, particularly individuals classified as white like oh yeah this time of year is winter time and cold like let's get south go out on the beach and get some sunshine wellsing moment so uh, yeah let us especially if you go by hedonism let us know um, <laughs> no I'm not going there but um, I can tell you I'm going returning to the place I was last year so there protocols are very good they do a lot of um, hand sanitizing temperature checking they've got these uh, machines where you walk through that do like a full body temperature scan so they've been taking it very seriously and um, they were restrictions um, you know Canada was a little bit tighter and some of the European countries so Interestingly enough, there weren't a lot of European travelers last year, and it might be the case again this year. It's more U.S. and uh, other islands and, you know, the tropical. So uh, it was it was very pleasant because not a lot of people around, beach. I could get a little grounding in, you know, with the warm weather and, you know, just kind of planting my feet on the ground and, you know, eating fresh fruits and, you know, everything vegan. So just loved it mm. enjoy for me man soak your feet in the sand get some sunshine get in the water eat some mangoes like love it love it love it I've been to Jamaica it's been a minute though but whew, fresh coconut oh some sugar cane maybe you can get some raw sugar cane while you're there too 
Whew, man, oh man. Good times, good times. And in that report, if you definitely if you get raw sugar cane, that should be a trade off. You can give us a counter racist report of your travel experience and, you know, all the rest of it. The uh yeah, protocols and all that. But I'm glad you're going someplace where they take it seriously. Hopefully it'll be super, super safe. People will behave on the plane going and coming, and then there'll be lots of safe fun while you're there. Um since she did mention plant-based diet, I will share with you all. I was checking, like I try to check the news and everything for different parts of the world when we're going to do our global Sunday talk uh, and just in general. I saw this on the BBC. They had a report listing under food. They normally have, you know, things about food and uh, recipes and all the rest. Uh, how your diet can improve COVID-19 recovery. Food and drink play a crucial part in COVID-19 recovery, nutrition scientists say, as with any infection, your body needs more energy and fluids than usual and extra protein to repair cells and tissues. But COVID-19 is unlike other infections in many ways. So there is an ideal post-COVID diet to support your return to good health. That's a question. Uh, and they go on to give all these different foods and fruits and vegetables comes up about Vitamins, minerals, and essential fatty acids. Adequate vitamins and minerals are also essential. They are the workers in the factory that carry out all the processes and are really important. Professor Calder says certain vitamins and minerals play a key role in supporting the immune system and recovery. And these include vitamins A, C, D, E, B6, B9, B12, minerals, zinc, copper, selenium and iron these micronutrients are found in many foods including the rainbow of fruits and vegetables many of which will be fresh and in season in jamaica but i just thought like man we we talked about that a few times and just saying that it seems that doesn't get talked about in the news at all it'll just be Pfizer vaccine and booster shot this and all the rest of it. And, you know, I'm not saying not to do that. I'm just saying if this is important, that was the whole title. Uh, diet can improve your recovery uh, and can even make sure that your immune system is functioning correctly. We've seen lots of those reports as well. And if there's such a strong correlation between obesity and COVID-19, why is it this talked about more like eating correctly and eating fresh fruits, vegetables, nutrient rich plant-based diet so that you will be in great health before all of this happens and you won't be obese and then if you should contract the virus African 1884 hey eat lots of nutrient dense plant-based foods to support the recovery not cheeseburgers and craziness uh, that's just going to contribute to me being sick like I guess I'll I'll hush and, and see if folks have thoughts on that have have you seen that in terms of any discussion about diet at any point in terms of hey we should be eating better so that our immune system will be in better shape to begin with and or eating better to help fight against COVID-19 if you should get it to help with the recovery have you seen any information like that being talked about uh, Andrew in London Hi, Goss. Um, sadly, no. Um, I, I, and it's ridiculous because I totally agree with you. Um, I, I've, I personally have seen nothing on TV that I can put my finger on that talks about what you put in your mouth or what you drink as being uh, 
literally, uh, if you, if you like, a, a way that you can heal yourself or sort your bo- own body out as a as a as a way of dealing with COVID. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's a bit of a no-brainer to me. You know, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a healthy eater. You know, I, I I don't eat salt. I don't put I don't cook with salt. Um, yes, I have the odd packet of crisps, but I don't cook with salt. I, st- I stopped cooking with salt years ago. I don't eat white rice. I don't eat white food. Basically, you know what I mean by that is pasta, white bread, and um, white rice. I don't eat. I, I cut down rice. You know, half the f- food on your plate should be vegetables, if not all, all, all of it, just raw food. You know, so so this is something serious that we have to get our heads around African heritage people we've got to we've got to stop eating what we what we've been eating and 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 my family come from Jamaica <laughs> I love I love Jamaican food but you know I mean you know that's a that's a big conversation you know a lot of people would would get, get seriously het up about it but you know we have to really look at what we're putting in our mouths seriously you know um but I've seen nothing like that on 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 tv in this country um but it directly relates to death you know type 2 diabetes testicular cancer in you know one in four black men in the uk will get or die of testicular cancer right let alone covid and all the rest of it so so it's a it's a it's a huge area that we need to we we need to deal with you know we we have to get our we have to we have to do different things uh food wise you know what we how we eat you know take a page out of rastafari eat i you know what they call ital food you know it's the best kind of food you can eat frankly but i could go on and on and on about it you know i could as well sir uh, i want to get everybody's thoughts on this one uh we'll get african 1884 next i just want to say uh, i told our uh, golden in ohio uh, I hung out in Jamaica. I was there for quite a while and I know their infamous jerk chicken and doing all kinds. Of, and I mean, even, even that with chicken and beef that they do, obviously they're on the island. So I mean, they're going to do fishing as well. Uh, but I mean, it, what I just fishing where you're going to have fresh caught fish, uh, where you will probably see the chickens that will be slaughtered uh, while you're there in Jamaica. So things are going to be fresh. It's generally not going to be getting processed chicken that's been hanging out in a store who knows how long and that sort of thing so that is slightly different but even that said man like I was uh, plant based when I went to Jamaica even all those years back and I ate so well like fresh fruits veggies mangoes cashews like oh curry veggie curries and all that you can make veggie uh jerk chicken you can make that vegetarian too but like oh i ate so well uh while i was there i ate really well in hawaii too and i mean no surprise those island climates like 20 uh 12 month growth cycle so you can always have fresh fruits veggies oh, i mean just whew. Man, you can eat really well uh, and still not miss out on any of the uh, Caribbean flavor uh, in food and things that you like. Just my humble opinion, someone who did not grow up in Jamaica. Uh, let's see. So, I'm liking the sound of that. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Uh, African or yeah, African 1884. It, it, 
that's that being talked about in your part of the world in terms of the connection between diet and even COVID-19, what you eat and making sure that you're healthy so that you don't get uh, really impaired by COVID-19 and what you eat to help your recovery if you should uh, be infected. Is that something that's talked about there mainstream? Um, unfortunately not. I've not been, I've not, I've not had that information mainstream being shared. Um, the only thing that I've noticed is that in the supermarkets, they've started selling what you call ginger booster shots or something like that, like ginger shots or something like that. Um, ginger and kukuma mixed together or something like that. They, they have all these cocktails that now they're selling in supermarkets. Um, otherwise, uh, from the Ministry of Health or from the government regarding eating healthy, uh, to avoid getting COVID or to, to recover from COVID, none of that information has been shared. And I think I did mention this uh, when, when uh, in 2020 when we talked about, when we are talking about the COVID, uh, uh, the coronavirus, sorry. Um, I always, always say that the information regard to health and how you're going to, what you eat, what you put into your body uh, should have come from the uh, uh, WHO, you know, but since it's the white health organization and not a world health organization, they're not going to share this information. They never promoted anything with regard to healthy eating. You know, WHO never did anything like that. And this information will come to them. But yeah, that's another story. We know their agenda. Thank you. Mm, really important point. Um, Cause I mean, they've been saying that he's talking about going all the way back to last year. I remember that was being said from the very beginning, like, Hmm, seems like there might be a correlation between obesity and COVID-19. Like, Hmm, being obese makes you more susceptible. Why wouldn't that be immediately before we get to wagging our finger at people about the vaccine? They didn't even have a vaccine at this time. While we're waiting on all that, put those Cheetos down, stop going to McDonald's, drink more water. Stop eating. Don't gorge on all that turkey this Thanksgiving. I know they don't have that in, you know, other places and such. But I mean, why wouldn't that be a central component of the message? And that would be another one. Look at all this with have some suspicion like, hey, if you really are looking out for our best interests, let's get all the information and make sure that diet is emphasized and then make it easy for people to get access to quality healthy life promoting foods uh adam in sweden has that been talked about in your part of the world like man eating what now they're again sweden an outlier they don't really have all these restrictions and stuff so you know maybe different but has that been talked about relationship between food and being healthy even in, in dealing with COVID 19 uh, no i haven't seen any it's mostly been about the vaccine so, which i found interesting but I'm, right now, I'm focusing on eating more healthy. Bravo. Bravo, sir. That would be one, like, uh, I think, if my memory is correct, when we spoke um, the Global Sunday talk for October, uh, I think it was Adam who said, man, I'm going to do that. Work on, you know, how I'm going to talk to my offspring about racism, white supremacy. Food would be in there uh, because of race soldiers, even by omission in all of this to do all that talking about how, man, black people are uh, more susceptible, disproportionate impact. COVID-19, they said that all over the world, practically, even if that's the case, well, especially for black people, 
let's make sure that we talk about eating correctly and we're going to assist come around and have, you know, uh, gift cards and whatever that you can take to farmer's markets and load up, get lots of high quality organic produce and have recipes uh, attached to it. So this is how you can make it and that sort of thing. All of that, they can make that really easy uh, to promote if they know this seems to be a part of the problem. Make sure your immune system is healthy to begin with. And then if you should unfortunately contract the virus, hey, make sure you're eating healthy foods. This will help with the recovery. I had a few folks because I've seen several articles that have talked about that. But again, this has not been the main thrust. It's just been all about the vaccine and now the pill. That's the new one that they're talking about. Like, ooh, they might have a covid pill that you can take that will deal with all this like pills and booster shots and and again i'm not a medical professional i'm not disparaging the vaccine or anything i'm just saying like man food is something even if you get the vaccine that's not something you do every day you eat every day that's lots of opportunities that we can have to be making sure we're supporting our health and well-being as you know well as we can um Let's see. Last moment. Make sure I didn't miss anybody. Anybody who dialed in, if you have any comments that you want to make sure you get in, question, comment, whatever it is, uh, in the last minute before we get ready to wrap up for today, you should get your hand up now. Don't wait until the last moment. Uh, any of the participants uh, who are with, if there was anything that happens that we did not touch on, you want to make sure you get a comment about before we get ready to wrap up this time around. Any, any, anything that we missed? Yes, Gus, there was one thing, I don't know if you saw in the news, it's, it's been and still is a big deal here, and it's the Indian cricket player. I don't know if you heard about that. I was reading about how it ended up, uh, racism ended up being a big deal uh, in one of the cricket matches. I was looking at using that audio to start the program today, but fill us in, give us more detail, because I don't normally watch cricket. You <laughs> <Lord>, what? <laughs> But um, but it's a chap, an Indian chap called Azim Rafiq, if I'm pronouncing his name properly. And so he, um, the detail is he played for an English cricket team. I think it says a Yorkshire County Cricket Club. And he's been playing for them for years. And basically, he took them to tribunal, accusing the whole club, the whole setup, everything about the club has been racist. And um, he, so he's been playing with them for years and he says he's, he's, he's experienced racial abuse literally for years, for years. Not only him, but other Asian people that are associated with that club as well. And he says not only in that club, but apparently in the world of cricket in this country, it's rife. Racism is rife within all of these clubs. Right. So anyway, he took him to tribunal on 43 counts of racism. Right. And basically through that, uh, the club admitted seven counts or was or were convicted one or the other of seven counts of racism. I can't remember the detail there. Um, and uh, the club has been branded institutionally racist. Right. Um, there you go. That's what's going on in cricket in this country. To be honest, it doesn't surprise me. None of that surprises me. Um, what 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 is interesting is the few Asian people that I've spoken to, they they are very vocal about it. And so they should be. You know, so so that's been a massive deal in this country. Um, personally, I think it's that 
football clubs. I think it's at all sporting club, you know, every sport in this country. I think that's the tip of the iceberg. I think it's a case of, um, you know, if you whistleblow, then you risk your place in the team. And I think that's what's been going on with this chap. And I think that's what's been go- what happens with all the sports club in the sports clubs in the UK. In football, you've had Sterling and others go, you know, do, you know, do do the one knee thing. Uh, Manchester City can't do without Sterling. <laughs> it's as simple as that because he's the best player. He's the best player in England. Full stop. Right. So if you you can't get rid of him, and plus you'd have to break his contract. So you know, slightly different. Um, and he's been more high high profile as well. But, you know, that's what's been going on here. Much obliged for the detail. Um, I'm looking at the Guardian. They just have one paragraph that I'll share. Uh, It reads, uh, in summary, it was found that significant and powerful barriers exist that prevent the progression of South Asians into higher levels of the game, either as players or coaches as a result of the existence of separate systems and pathways, ethnically diverse groups have little access to governance networks. And so to knowledge of playing and coaching pathways and qualifications, the low visibility of South Asian players and coaches as role models coupled with a very strong sense that county coaching roles are protected by white gatekeepers for white coaches led to a view that the cricket system was exclusionary institutionally racist for sure I did see that like I said I almost used the audio to start with this but I thought the lockdowns and protests in Austria was uh, a tad more important. Maybe that's not the case. Um, anything else? Anybody else do we miss? Sorry, Goss. No, I was going to oh, wait. let Andrew go. Andrew, you can go ahead. Okay, I mean, there's just one other little thing. Uh, we was having a talk today about uh, the amount of black or even non-white managers in the football premiership in the UK. There's only one black manager, and that's Patrick Vieira. He used to play for um, Arsenal. He was the Arsenal um, Arsenal football team captain, and obviously the you know the French uh, team captain that won the World Cup in the late 90s. But he's the only black manager in the whole premiership. He's a manager for Crystal Palace. There's you know out of all the teams, so. So, so we're just having a conversation about that as well. So it's just that's the only little thing, you know. That's the only little supporting thing. Neutralizing workplace racism, very common. Black people not being hired and or promoted, even in the world of uh, athletics. You can maybe we'll allow you to run around and be a star on the field when we're not calling you a monkey and throwing bananas at you. But in terms of advancement, management, ownership. Uh, African 1884 yeah I was going to just um, I'm, I'm sure maybe because you've heard about this um, the Astro World concert thing with uh, Travis Scott um, yeah that th- th- that was crazy and everything um, and just just the, the way it's been explained and 
of the details of it. And, and you, I mean, you also have uh, uh, brothers who are into metaphysics and everything. They've been trying to uh, see how this was, uh, you know, you, you can see some videos on YouTube that I've come across where they say it was a, it was a sacrifice, it's planned within the music industry and all that. Um, yeah, there's that Astral thing. And then there's uh, the Zach Stacy. I know you've heard of, uh, about Zach Stacy. So that video with his uh, uh, white lady and all that, him beating her up. Exactly. I got some letters sure. from Zach Stacy. I'm trying to make sure this is the. Uh, is this a professional athlete? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Zach Stacy. Yes. I yeah. just. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I just saw, I didn't know that this was a white woman. Uh, I had seen the reports about the assault and everything. Uh, and I tried not to watch the videos and what have you, but yeah, I didn't know that it was a white woman, uh, who was the girlfriend in this case. Yeah, it was a white woman. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, talking to some of the black folks here, you know, we're like, damn, I mean, okay, that's a, you know, a tragic arrangement in the first place, but then why'd you go to the extent of letting, yourself in that kind of situation, uh, knowing very well that, you know, you're living in this race to watch context, you know, so, cause the, the brother was, I think was on the run. I don't know wait, what happened now. I didn't follow the, the case as much and everything. Um, but you know, once that happened, he, he, he went into hiding and everything and they're still trying to look for him and all that. You know, so for sure, for sure, for sure, you know, like uh, football numbers or death penalty, something like that, you know, but just to, to 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 the COVID thing, you know, this is just my my um, projection about things are going to go on. Um, I, I see that years to come, because again, this is going to go on with regard to the testing and the vaccination and everything until they see to it that uh, a, a good percentage of people, also in developing countries, quote unquote, the third world. Um, are also vaccinated, and if that's not the case, then you know we're still going to be doing the all the booster shots and everything because people are traveling, people are communicating, people are trading, and everything. You know, um, uh, our, our passports are, are going to be uh, have the same the same. I mean, the the, the value of passport will be determined by the the the, the COVID nineteen uh, vaccination pass. And if you have a passport, you won't be able to move anywhere unless you're vaccinated. And I see that going forward, there's going to be a situation where people are even going to be snitching on themselves because people are being provided incentives to some monetary incentives if they, they, they get vaccinated or if they. And I see that they would ask people to, 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 to report family members uh, or even maybe people in a relationship, husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, and you, you can report the authorities if your, your 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 boyfriend is not vaccinated or if your wife's not vaccinated. Your children can report uh, you to to the schools and, and and tell the teachers that you know my dad is not vaccinated, my mom's not vaccinated. Then the authorities will come and you know pick you up and and vaccinate you. You know, more so like uh, the Nazi Germany and the Gestapo and everything. You know, so I mean, with regard to this COVID thing and and getting as much as people many people vaccinated, I I see it being very. Uh, Again, um, I'm, I'm very optimistic with regard to the human relations, how people are going to be interacting with each other and everything, you know. There's going to be a lot of snitching. There's going to be a lot of mistrust. You'd have a friend, you'd be like, okay, hey, guys, what's up? Uh, have you vaccinated? You say, no, I don't want to tell you. Then 
I go call authorities and tell them, hey, uh, I don't think gas is because you didn't tell me anything. You know, and then they would, they would look at your social security number and then uh, track your information and said, you know, come into your doorstep and say, hey, you need to get this. You know, so I just want to share that, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm done talking. You want Mike? Thank you. Lots of snitching uh, throughout this. I told people back when all this first started here in Washington state. Uh, now, this wasn't even about the vaccine. Didn't even exist at the time. Uh, they said they were getting thousands of, I guess, uh, calls, uh, snitches. Uh, this was just about people not following the rules. Like they said, people were snitching like, hey, you know, they're they're not socially distancing. You know, they had a birthday party, you know, they're going out for not emergency. Uh, I know or they had, you know, 15 people hanging out in their living room type of a thing. So I couldn't imagine once it gets to even that's been happening a little bit even here uh, with the vaccine. They had people this week who were reporting on people like such and such uh, has a fake vaccine card and all the rest. So would not surprise me uh, at all as all of this continues and confusion. That word was used repeatedly. Confusion. Anywho, um, we will be back at minimum countdown. What we're reading in the book club, which is fascinating. Wow. Uh, and Wellsing moment all about the dropping fertility rates throughout North America and Europe, especially amongst white people that goes right back to food as well. Food and all the toxins and poisons in the environment and water and everything else. But uh, that'll be Thursday. Uh, really just started that book. So if you have not been listening and would like to tune in uh, Shauna Swan countdown, really interesting read. Um, Check the Facebook page, social media, other outlets, Black Talk Radio Network uh, for other upcoming programs. Uh, hopefully we'll have other white guests on as we cruise towards uh, so-called Thanksgiving. Uh, much obliged to all of the folks for tuning in. Uh, African 1884, Andrew, Adam, hopefully everybody will remain safe uh i guess hopefully all the folks uh african 1884 get through the lockdown as safely uh as possible over there uh and we will check in i guess our last time for 2021 uh next month uh right before uh the big holiday uh for all of the folks wherever you happen to be in the known universe sobriety would be best uh we need high functioning brain computers in a very dangerous environment in addition to being sober, uh, if you're out and about, be alert, especially now that it's holiday time. Like if somebody looks like they are being hostile and loud, exit. Uh, this is not the time for confrontations with strangers. Uh, you should be thinking, especially stateside, this person could be armed. In fact, this person may have an entire armed gang at the ready. If you are by yourself, you did not leave your residence prepared to kill and or die. Exit. Live to fight another day when you are prepared. All that said, if you're going to be driving, you're sober, you're buckled up and you are not on the mobile phone. Uh, we need all of our attention and we're trying to do the small things to minimize contact with race soldiers. Kyle Rittenhouse badge or no. That said, creator, we ask that you help us remain patient 
with other black people victims of white supremacy we ask that you help us remain patient with ourselves remind us to demonstrate the highest levels of black self-respect at all times in all places each and every time we are in contact with another black person it has been time replace white supremacy with justice immediately cow signing out thanks all for tuning in no name calling nigga you so brainwashed i'm a victim brother you're a victim i'm a victim of 400 years of conditioning shut up the man has programmed my condition even my conditioning has been conditioned. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.